This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, Ronnie. Welcome back, Martin. Well, thanks, Ronnie. It's it's so nice of you to welcome me back to this fine Aftershock Central podcast dedicated to, well, I mean, you can guess from the title, Aftershock Comics. They're the best, Ronnie. Yep. They're the best. You missed I, a great one. Did I? Oh, oh, the Adam one. Yes, I know. Don't remind me. I already feel like uh, poo-poo for missing it. Yep. And he showed up just for you. I know. He 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 called me out by name a couple times. I was like, God, dog. <laughs> I'm just going to quit work. So I can just yep. podcast all the time. Yeah, you could be like Daryl, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he had a good excuse. You know? Yeah, he has a good excuse. He, he had a good excuse. But, you know, Daryl, Daryl, I mean, you guys did a, a, a show for me with Adam Glass. Daryl did a show for me. He had Tom King on, on Gotham by Geeks. Tom was very nice to answer my question, very politely. Great answer. Tom King is not on my poo-poo list. Yeah, that's like the first time in, what, a year? Uh, yep, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we don't, we don't need to talk about uh, DC Comics, which are awesome, but we're not going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the even awesomer. Is awesomer a word? It is now. Aftershock now. Comics. God. Ronnie, I feel like we're, we're in a good place with Aftershock right now, Ronnie. i got to tell you. I'm very impressed, Ronnie. I'm not going to lie. Aftershock's on fire. I'm not going to lie. I'm very impressed. I, uh, I read... Pestilence number two. I yep. read. I read Baby Teeth number one. Yep. I uh, I got caught up on Animosity. Mm-hmm. Um, I reread the Normals because we we should okay. we should discuss it a little bit. Uh, yep. I, I'm I'm missing I'm missing something though. There's there's, some, there's, there's World a Reader. Sp- yeah. Well. Oh yeah. I read World Reader. Well, not yeah. the, not the new one. I didn't read. Uh, what is it? Three just came out today. Yeah. Right. I didn't read it, but I did read two last week or the week before. Man, so much goodness! So much goodness. But 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 there's something missing in my heart. Your black heart. My my black eyed heart. Yeah. It's missing. It's missing. It's sad. Very sad. Yeah. But there's some there's some really good horror stuff coming out, man. Really yep. really good horror stuff. Uh, I think I think uh, I think Joe is just turning Aftershock into uh, books Martin wants to read comics. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the new uh, the new publisher. All yeah, new, I all new, so. all different Aftershock. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all new, all the same. Rebirth. We're still here. Yeah. God, it's so good. And then. <clears throat> I think I said this like two episodes ago, but it's like every week or every other week, there's a new number one that's like hard hitting and in your face. Yeah, totally in your face. An actual number one, not a not a relaunch number one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's true. God, it's so good. It's a good time to be an aftershock fan. 
I know we've got some new listeners, so uh, welcome to the new listeners. Uh, we we got the Adam Glass bump. Yeah, we did. We got the Adam Glass bump, which is nice. We got uh, the supernatural crowd. Hey, you know what? We 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 joked about this. We're gonna do the uh, supernatural central podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would be down for it. Hey, I w- I will tell you. I will tell you. So so, Ronnie knows this is not like public knowledge, but I haven't been a big fan of Supernatural. So Ronnie made fun of me for uh, well as soon as we knew that we were going to talk to Adam, until the interview and even after. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, because I've talked uh, a little smack about Supernatural. However, as I told you in our conversation, I didn't watch the stuff that he was doing. I watched a couple episodes of the first season. So, right. after the interview, I've decided it's on my Netflix queue. I'm going to start it probably this weekend, maybe Sunday. I'm going to start at season six, which is when Adam came on, and go from uh-huh. there. So I'll do, cool. I'll do six through ten. You got questions? You just reach out and I'll answer them. Sure, sure, no problem. You can uh, you can talk to you can ask friend of the show uh, Adam Glass uh, via private messenger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, not like I won't know what's going on. I've seen all of them, so. Sure, sure, sure. That's true. Yeah, you you and Mike love some uh, supernatural, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the interview was really good, so go check that out. It was the previous episode to this one. Um, I don't know what number it is. I'm not going to lie. What number are we on uh, now? We're on that number. I think uh, 357 sounds pretty good. Sounds about right. Uh, episode 24. Oh, my God. Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode 25. Why are we not having like a, a, a luau, a, a special anniversary episode? Does that mean that we get breaks on car insurance now? Yes. Because we're 25? Yes. Amazing. Awesome. Anyways, I really, uh, I know seriously though, I thoroughly enjoy the uh, the Adam Glass chat. Um, you you missed the panel at C two E two because you were busy. Uh, I don't know, parking or walking or something. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. But uh, he 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 sounded awesome at, at the panel, um, and you can check that out. I've got it on the feed if you haven't heard it. Uh, it is episode twenty one. Um. God, he seems so cool. And he was, God, I feel so crappy that I missed this interview. See? And I think we even said it, like, you only show up when Joe's on, when the big boss is on. <laughs> That's the only time you're on. You miss uh, Phil. I you know. Miss Adam. I know. I know. The next guest you, you'll probably miss, too. I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of glad I missed it. I know this sounds terrible, but I'm, I'm partially glad I missed it because I, I really, really enjoyed the conversation and like yeah. I told you in, 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 on Facebook it's like Adam Glass is my spirit animal <laughs> well now you have two spirit animals like he was dude he was talking I was like oh my god Adam Glass could be me <laughs> like he's a, he's a huge Valiant fan he's loved comics all his life I grew up like I, I don't know a five ten minute drive from where adam grew up like it's crazy i feel yep. like i feel like we might be twinsies <laughs> well he's a little older than you so well yeah so it's uh, more like like he's arnold schwarzenegger and you're danny devito then uh, i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know about that 
But uh, no, it's a good episode. I enjoyed it. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to the last episode. Uh, episode 24, History Class with Adam Glass. Uh, some good uh, good rhyming there, Ronnie, on your, you uh, like your episode title. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, it fit in because some of the college professors was teaching Rough Riders. So, you know. It's true. This is true. God, it's so good. That, that book is great. That might make me want to go back to college. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Sign yep. me up for Rough Riders 101. Sign me up, too. Oh, God, I would love to join that team. <laughs> um, I hope uh, I hope Aftershock does uh, greenlight the next book. I guess he said he had four planned, right? Yeah. Uh, that'd be freaking awesome, dude. God. I, just wa- I would just want a Harry Houdini, like, miniseries. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like, like the Houdini versus debunking the cult or the magic stuff. Yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. <laughs> uh, is there any uh, aftershock news we uh, we should talk about before we get into these books? Well, they have been teasing a new series. Mm, yes, they have. And two totally random pictures. Is that is that the same book? Yeah. Well, I assume so because it's clue number one and clue number two. So. God, it's so weird. So the first one was uh, uh, octopus the, tentacles. Yep. Which uh, you know, I love me some uh, octopusy. <laughs> some some octopus tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the second one was I don't know. It looked like a demon type thing. Yeah. A couple demon yeah. things. It looked like, to me, it looked like one of the horsemen of apocalypse type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. So you think that's what it is, huh? A, I don't know. A, a horseman of the apocalypse thing. Any guesses on the creators? You had a guest on the artist, right? I sh- well, I sure did. I sure did. I mean, it's, it, I'm sure it's wrong. But right. uh, I, I guess the well, it wasn't my guess. It, just the style of it reminded me of like early Umberto Ramos, um, and I know somebody threw out uh, Phil Hester as well. I could totally mm-hmm. see that. Um, the second clue looked like um, the People's Champ as well. Oh, 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 oh! I need to message him. <laughs> I need to message him because. Uh, last year, he and I were talking, and he said that he was going to be pitching something huh. with somebody else writing it. Well, there you go. I know um, he just had some exclusive Baby Teeth number two he did. covers. Yep, he sure did. Which looked badass, by the way. Yeah, they look great. He had uh, one for he had one for one and one for two, right? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know who the People's Champ is, it's uh, Brent Peoples, fr- friend of the show. Uh, br- dude, Brent's awesome. Brent's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had known him when I lived in Texas because um, he wasn't that far from where I was staying. I like maybe 45 minutes away. We could have hung out, Brent. What's up? Anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah that'd be awesome. Jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to the gym together. <laughs> I I can like, go uh, do some karaoke when he he does his DJ yeah. thing. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Anyway, yeah, I, ho- I hope that's what it is. Let me. I'm gonna message him actually, um, and I, I will let you know 
But I'm excited. I'm excited. Like I said, I know he was going to try to pitch a book to Aftershock. Um, God, and the writer I love. I don't want to spoil it. You know, I'm going to spoil it. The writer would have been Phil Hester. So that'd be awesome. Phil and Brent Peoples. Yeah, that's like, uh, that'd be a reunion for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. From the uh, the Dynamite stuff. Yep, the Gold Key Alliance. Yeah, Gold Key Alliance, yep. Yep, totally agree. I'm gonna tell you, dude. If that if that art was Brent, like he stepped it up for this. Well, the the demon head guy looked more like Brent than the octopus on a skyscraper thing. Yep, dude. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. The, the, that octopus, that was some detail, bro. But and you know what? It, like, and if it ends up not being him, I'm gonna feel like a total douche. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> if if it's not him, then that's too bad. They should yeah. they should let him and Phil do this work. If that's what it is. I mean, I'm totally, you know, speculating. I don't know anything about this. Never heard of this book. Who's Brent Peoples? We don't even know what it is. Who's, who, who's Phil Hester? Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him. Friend of the shows. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I look forward to seeing what this thing is. Um, I don't think they've announced anything new since Unholy Grail, right? That was the last one that was announced. Correct. And that's coming out in July, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Like, it seems like there's a new number one hitting boom, boom, boom. Because I don't think we have a new one, because Jimmy's Bastards came out today. Today, yep. And then I don't think there's a new number one or a new book until Unholy Grail. I mean, you're saying that it's a bad thing. It's like a month away. No, 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 yeah. It's not very long at all. And, I mean, we had Pestilence came out last month, so, you know, a new number one yeah. a month, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. And well, we had Baby Teeth last week Oh, that's as well. right. Baby Teeth was out last week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're like Mike Tyson with Glass Joe, and we're on the ropes right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder how uh, how those books are doing for them. Um, Eleanor and the Egret did pretty good for the first issue. It was like 8,500 copies. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't check to see if they had anything else. Let me look at it right now. Okay, here we go. World Reader number one was 55. And we talked to Joe about this at C2E2. Yep. Um, that they severely underprinted. Uh-huh. Because they had a really, really high demand for that book after it came out. Right. Uh, is that it? Yeah, I guess that's it. Black Eyed Kids is doing pretty good in trade, though. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. People, you need to buy that book in uh, in singles. I know I know, it Single. reads great in trade. I agree with you. It does. Fantastic in trade. But you need to be supporting this book, man. I, I just plugged it on uh, on VCP, on Valley Central Podcast with Paul. Yeah. yeah. They need, we need to get to the issue where I come back from Florida and meet you and Jack and you guys turn into Black Eyed Kids, I kill you. <laughs> so you're only there for two panels. But then in the third panel, I die too. So, But I'm still one panel ahead of you guys. Wait, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, but, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, is that it? There was, a, there was an award nomination too, wasn't there? Um, there was two. Oh, two. I missed the second one. Um, now that you put me on the spot, uh, what's? I mean, me you look. you do run the the aftershock fan uh, Facebook group, so you should know these like off the top yeah, of your head. Yeah, I do. Um, hang on, give me a second. The one of them is the artist for 
Uh, Leah Lees. Is that how you say her name, right? Yeah, sounds good. Um, and then the other one, I'm not 100% sure. Damn Interesting. It. Interesting. We uh, we need to get her on. I know we talked to her about coming on the podcast. Yeah. But she lives not in country. Yeah, is she is she in France? Um I'm pretty sure I've seen her like uh drop some French stuff on her uh on her Facebook. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, we need to get her on. Guys, she dude, the stuff she puts on She's on, on Facebook. She's, the, she's on altars. She's the yeah, artist yeah. on altars. Yeah, she's the artist on altars. Uh, Layla, I, I always say Lise, but that might be wrong. It might be Lay. Okay. It might be Lay. Yeah. I'll ask yeah. Joe uh, this weekend at Heroes. Sounds good. I'll be at Heroes. Saturday. There's an aftershock exclusive cover there for is, baby teeth. There. there is. And there our is. friend Rob Krieger needs one picked up. I I will pick one up for for uh, Rob. I I didn't reply. I saw the uh, the post in the group today. I didn't reply because I didn't want to get 50 million messages about, hey, can you get me a copy? Because <laughs> um, I know when uh, when Valiant does exclusives and I show up somewhere, I, I get yeah. literally 100 messages. Hey, can you get me this? And I'm like, and hey, I, like I, I can't buy 100 books when I go to this con. And never mail them. Well, Oh, yeah. did I say that out loud? Sorry. That's another <laughs> thing. I don't have time to go to the post office. Who has time? I don't, I don't have time. Unless you work there and can kick up your feet and read comics like Aaron Bell. See, Aaron Bell needs to start a side business just like picking up con exclusives and selling them for twice the price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the, the Manning Award, that's what it is. That's what what Layla got. Yeah. That's good. Congratulations to you, ma'am. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love watching her uh, her feed, dude. Like when she does the, uh, the sketches... Uh-huh. Her, her sketchbook stuff it's yeah. always like uh, random half nude women um, <laughs> and sure like as a dude that's great to see but just the the amount of detail like the poses like it's it's so cool to look at yeah it's, it's so more cool than look at. more than that yeah, yeah it's not just about seeing the TNA right yeah it's freaking awesome so anyways let's talk about some books Ronnie where do you want to start at I'm so excited about these books. I uh, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with baby teeth? No, no. Or do you want to start with do you want to start with the normal? Yeah, let's start with since, the normal. Let's do that. We kind of talked about it last, but we didn't like get into it. Yeah, correct. And we were going to record before you guys talked to Adam, uh, right. and that fell through because uh, all our lives suck at the moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I know you guys talked about it with Adam. Adam's very excited about the book. I can see why. It's uh, it's a very fun read. So let me do uh, let me do my nutshell recap. There you go. Let me do my nutshell recap. Um, how, yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I don't even, <laughs> dude. It's so weird. Like I, I I thought about this the last that we're gonna record. Like how do I recap this book? Um, but it's kind of hard because like it. it if you recap this story, I think it gives it all away. Does that make sense? Does it, though? 
Well, it does. We talked about this a few episodes ago about how the, and I know you brought it up in the interview as well, how when the book was announced, we all thought this was going to be one thing. Mm-hmm. And then what Adam talked about at the panel, we were like, well, that's not what we heard about this book. Right. But that sounds awesome too. And then right. we read it, and it was more of what Adam said than what the solicit said. And it was, it was pretty special. Yeah. It was pretty special. Um, I don't know if it was completely original. Okay, because either either way, like I know I talked about uh, what was a Family Man. I think the uh, yeah. Nick Cage, the Nicholas Cage movie. Yep. Yeah. I t- when when the when the book was first solicited, that's kind of the idea that I got from this book. Um, mm-hmm. And then when when Adam talked about it, I still had that feeling, but in in many ways, this book is a little bit like Vision, Tom King's Vision for Marvel. Um, the the family aren't they're not human they're robots we can spoil that right yeah yeah l- listen if you're gonna listen to this podcast it's gonna be spoilers yeah. so uh, from now on be prepared but um, the whole family are robots created by this company to serve a purpose uh, we kind of got some ideas of what this purpose is but not completely on, uh, mm-hmm. in the first issue mm-hmm. um, but it all unravels from the the son takes a fall and busts his head open. Yep. And when the dad goes to see like what's wrong with him and he sees his head busted open, there's like sparks coming out. He's like, Oh my god, like what's wrong with my son? Alright, so the mom picked him up and she didn't see that he had busted his head, right? It had healed by the time she saw it. Um so only the dad knows or like figure something's wrong. Right. Um, so they go, they decide to take a family vacation. They go back to their hometown to see his parents and nobody recognizes any of them, but they recognize the people in the town. Right. Until they get to this one doctor who knows who they are, that he's talking to them. But of course we find out that he's in on it and he's talking to somebody on the phone. Um, and supposedly this, whoever he's talking to, is sending somebody over to handle the situation. Um, and so we find out that all these people, that this family, are robots. Right. Where they did not know. And it was really cool, like, that twist, right? Because not only did they not know, but when they go to their hometown, everybody in the town seems to be robots, part of this program. Yeah. Right, um, and I thought that was cool. It was interesting, you know. Yeah. It's it's not something that you normally see. And again, I I've seen it before, but it, the execution was so well done that I didn't care. And I think that's important, right? Right, um, right. Because we maybe not on this podcast, but I know I've talked about in other shows um, several writers one of who writes some of my favorite Marvel stuff, and he's no longer at Marvel. That's all I'll say. How about that? Is that right. fair? Yeah, um, fair. Where I feel like sometimes when he tries to execute these stories in a new perspective, um, they don't always kind of hit home. Right. Um, when he does his indie stuff, it, it works. Yeah. But when he was doing Big Two stuff, not so much. 
Right. And I think here, it's the opposite. Even though I've seen the story, it brings a fresh perspective to it, and I'm still excited to know how the story develops. Right. Um, even after hearing Adam talk about it. And I think, uh, I think that came up when you guys talked to Adam. Um, I think he might have brought it up, as a matter of fact. That... Um, the the fact that the solicit was different than what actually happened in the story. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's what he said. That he was just like the hell with it. I'm gonna announce it at C2E2 because you know it's getting crunch time and nobody knows what the hell's going on. Right, and I, I think to 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 some extent you you want to have that mystery. Like you, you don't want to know everything about the book. You don't want to know the twist. Right. Um, but at the same time, like you want to make sure that you're 100 percent with your readers. Right, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so if you tell your readers that your book is about one thing, when they go and pick it up, they're going to expect exactly that thing. Right. right. Like, I mean, they'll know that there's going to be some kind of twist, like new stuff is going to pop up. You, they don't expect you to tell them the whole story. Um, but oh, seriously, have you not read the well, internet lately? Listen, listen. <laughs> yes, I know. But here's the thing: a lot of people on the internet are garbage, so it doesn't matter. Um, right. I'm talking about like. Normal people like you and I, <laughs> like the normals, like the normals, ah, exactly. I see, what you did see? There. Yeah, that, see, that's why you're my favorite. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was well done. The art was good. Um, it wasn't my favorite of all the aftershock books. I will say that, but I think uh, it was fitting for the story. Um, and I think it uh, it's got some really really good potential uh, for the next few issues. And yeah. uh, it was interesting too because it's it's so so different from Rough Riders, yeah. And, and I like that. You know, sometimes artists or, or writers get like in a wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing they want to do. And or they get or they get pigeonholed into doing yeah. a certain genre. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I was about to make a Tom King comment. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Does Daryl listen to this? I don't think Daryl listens to this. It'll be okay. Because everybody else understands, but Daryl thinks I'm attacking Tom King. Um, when, when my when my question came up on, on this Batman podcast that Tom was on, um, the the answer was honest, and I appreciated it, right? Like, Tom, Tom is writing what he knows and what he's comfortable doing, and he's applying that to Batman, and right. I think that that's more than a fair answer. Like, I think that's exactly what every single writer and artist should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, we just said it. You don't want to be pigeonholed. So right. you don't always want to do exactly what you're comfortable with doing. Right. Um, and I think that really shows here, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. this, is, this is very different from Rough Riders. It's very different from his Suicide Squad run. It's very different from the supernatural stuff. That, well, I guess the, the stuff that I've watched doesn't count because he wasn't doing it. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah. it, none, none of it is the same. And I think that's important. Um, not only for the reader, but that's got to be important for a creator too, right? Like you don't want to do the same stuff all the time. Right. Yeah, you get burnt out on it, I would think. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I've talked about, a lot about this book. Why don't you talk about this book a little bit? What did you think? Well, um, I, I really enjoyed it, and I know when I was talking to Adam, I used an analogy of like the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you get that at all? Yeah, Cause I, sure I don't did. know if I, exp- I explained it very yeah. good, but no, you like did. you did. It seemed like 
just like on the show, you know, before like the whatever falls from the sky or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what it felt like. And then, then all of a sudden, you know, you're in Pleasantville when they go back. <laughs> yeah. And like everybody's like, oh, nope, everything's fine. And then, you know, you got the shady doctor. So uh, me, like I said, like these number ones that are coming out are like hitting. I mean, we have high expectations for them anyway because they're Aftershock and we know or we think that they're going to be solid anyway. Like this one really, I mean, it's Adam. So, you know, you put faith in the writer that you already like anyway, right? Yep. But it like raises that bar because you go in thinking or expecting one thing and then you're pleasantly surprised or shocked that it's better than what you actually thought. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, the art was a little roughish, but that it, like you said, it it fit the story. So, I mean, I don't want it to look crisp and pristine. Sure, which, sure, sure. Which sometimes it did. But then other times, like maybe when it wasn't supposed to, it didn't. Well, so so I've seen I've seen some of the black and white, um, the the artist renditions of of some of these pages, mm-hmm. um, and they were a lot cleaner. So I think I think some of that is the coloring. Um, maybe. And you know our, our boy Swaggy P didn't do this book. That's right. Um, so I mean, there's your problem. Where's, <laughs> yeah. where's Swaggy P? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, like I said, it, it, it still fits because you want to give it, I, I don't want to say dreamlike, um, but I mean, in a way, like they're, they are stuck in a dream, right? So you want to you wanna give that impression a little bit. Right. Um, and so it's, it still worked. I thought, I thought it was well done. I thought it was well done. Right. Um, yeah, I look, I look forward to it. Is this a, it's a four issue, right? Four issue mini? I think so. Yeah, I think so. That's cool. Normals is great. Uh, the second issue comes out. Oh my god! The second issue comes out next week. Yes. God, we're slackers. <laughs> Shame on us. Shameful. You need to go uh, Twitter.com/slash/JackSutherland and uh, tell him to uh, quit being a slack. Yep. We got to record more often. God, we, we, it's been almost a month since this came out, dude. We're terrible. I know. Terrible. Well, because we were, weren't going to record, because we were going to wait and talk to Adam about it. And Listen, then don't don't lie to the people. <laughs> I'm not lying to the people. Don't don't lie to the people. Because then we got extremely busy. Yeah, that's that is true. Let's uh let's do Baby Teeth. How about that? Okay. Baby Teeth is Donny Cates, uh, which is another one of, awesome. one of my favorite. Yep. One of my favorite. Um, Gary Brown is doing the art. Mark Englert is doing the colors. Taylor Esposito is doing the letters. Um, how about I, I'll let you uh, I'll let you nutshell. guide us through the nutshell, yeah. Okay, uh, nutshell review would be the teenage mom has like a pocket recorder, I guess, or a cell phone recorder. Yep. And she's videoing or audioing. Which one is it? Is she videoing? I think she's trying to video it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Okay. A message to her baby. 
mm-hmm. which hopefully he'll be old enough to see it down the road. And basically everything that she explains and then explains like the cassette, uh easy for me to stay. <laughs> the things that go on as she's having like um <laughs> contractions or not contractions and then every all the weird stuff that's happening and like the earthquakes and uh you know, it's kind of <sighs> It's it's like we just talked about, like having that story done before, but there's mm-hmm. a fresh t- take on it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's like it's like how I, how I met your mother only <laughs> with the Antichrist. Dude, I don't even think about that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, part how I met your mother, part uh, what's that movie? It's not called Damien. God, The Omen? Yeah, that's Omen, it. Yeah. Part The Omen. Uh, part like uh, Varsity Blues, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Right? Yeah. But it, but it works, dude. Like, that's why I love Donnie. Like, he, he comes up with the weirdest stuff, and it just mm-hmm. somehow fits together really, really well. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It, it was very interesting. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I don't even know if we got a preview copy of this. I don't. I don't read the previews usually anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but I was very excited to read it just because of Donnie. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one of the things that it did really well is the way that the artist rendered the script. Yeah. Um, because there's some there's some panels that are very I I don't want to say normal like the typical panels right? Um, right. But there's a there's there's places where the the entire formatting of the page changes so drastically from things that you were reading in previous pages. Um, right. Like every time she has a contraction, like everything turns red, right? Um, yeah. Like it's very erratic because there's there's earthquakes, so of course it makes sense. Um, and there's the, there's that one panel. When is oh oh it's towards the end. Oh my god, that page is amazing. Um, when she, when she's about to give birth to her kid, uh-huh. um, and the whole page turns red. It's red and black, and it's when she dies, or she yeah. thinks she dies. Um, we'll we'll see if she actually dies. But she thinks right. she dies, and it's like this, like super minimalist landscape. It's just her, it's just her in the words, and like even, I mean, I gotta give it up to the to the letters, Taylor Spicito, because in that page, like even the letters transform, right? Like yeah, you right. you have you have bubbles and and boxes throughout the issue, like a regular comic book you would, um, mm-hmm. but then in this page, like, all that disappears, and, like, the the words kind of blend into the art, which blends into the background, um, God, it was so well done, so well done. Yep. I thought, it's I, like, it, it, the page layout is non-traditional. Oh, like, very it, much so, it, yeah. It, it starts out that way, kind of, and then ends up that way, with her, like, sitting on the, the wreckage part. Yep. But, like, everything in between or whatever is like 
totally non-traditional layouts, which is awesome. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Uh, I, I dug it. The, um, I really like the art, too. And I wonder how others will feel uh, about the art of this book. Because um, it, it is scratchy, but it's not... I, 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 always, I always hate when you have a scratchy artist. Cause like you, Francis, you? Well, because you want to use certain <laughs> words uh, to explain what it looks like. Right. But but then if you use those words, it almost feels like you're insulting the art. Right. Yeah. And that's not at all the case. Like the book yeah. is, I, I, it's beautiful. I loved it. I loved right. it. Um, and a lot of it is how dynamic every page is. Um, that I think that really really helps. Um, I don't know. There's something about it, man. Like, so I, I talked about Umberto Ramos earlier, um, and it doesn't quite remind me of that. Mm-hmm. But there's that like cartoonish style a little bit yeah. to this book. Um, it it kind of has love the, that. the unfinished, not as crisp look. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Yeah, which I really dig. I know people prefer the most uh, the most realistic you can get. Um, I'm uh, I'm kind of the opposite. I don't like super minimalist. But right. I, 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 lay, I, I dig minimus lines and just, like, very rough lines and I don't know. Just Especially, like, for this genre, it, it feels like that. Yeah, Or yeah, not yeah. genre, but I guess, you know, kind of like horror-ish, I yep. guess. If well, and in some ways, it, it, the art reminded me a little bit of Black Eyed Kids. Um, a lot of the, mm-hmm. the same color palette is used in here. Right. Um, it's, a, it's a much darker book. The, the art is not as finished as, as it is in Black Eyed Kids. But even then, right. I, I thought it still worked really, really well. I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I love Baby Teeth number one. That's a freaking awesome book, man. Yep. It, it seems like, uh, like all the new number ones, I'm just kind of giving them five out of fives because really, like, they're awesome. Yep. I agree. Just awesome. I've said it on here plenty of times, and I said it on our Facebook group plenty of times it's like each number one is a home run yep so kind of off rails though that means that there might be a number one that's not a home run and it just might be like right off the wall and be a triple oh yeah but but we're gonna feel bad about it because you know it didn't like grab us like these last four number ones have yeah that's true but you know what um you don't have to like everything, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, it's okay to not like something. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul and I actually—that's funny because Paul and I talked about this exact thing on uh, on Valley Central tonight. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I brought it into the context of aftershock. And one of the things that I talked about was insects, and we have yet to talk about insects mm-hmm. on this podcast after 25 issues or 25 episodes. Insects is at what, like issue 12 or 13, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of the longer running titles. Um, we've never talked about it on here, um, and I I've thought about doing it on my own just so we can talk about it, but I almost feel like I don't want to do that right. either. You know, right? Um, right yeah. I I dig it, but it's not my favorite thing, and it's not even Marguerite because I mean Animosity is freaking amazing, amazing. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that. Some books will really hit, some won't. 
Right. You know, and and that's okay. I think it's important to know as as a comic fan what you like and don't like, mm-hmm. um, and just be frank about it. Yep. You know, some some people buy everything from a certain company just because they like that company, right. um, and that's not always feasible. You know, and that right. that that matter. I mean, it probably matters more for a smaller publisher like AfterShock, right? Yeah, right. Um, and like one of the group members on the Facebook page said that they read uh, something. They picked up the first trade of something. I can't remember what, and wanted to know where they go from here. Oh yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah. And my response was, aftershocks like have so such a big genre that it, something's gonna hit with you, right? Yeah. If you want yeah. a period, if you want a period piece, then you got Rough Riders. You know, if you got sci-fi, there's the Revisionist and um, World Reader, Reader now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you got like post-apocalyptic type stuff, then we got animosity. If you got dark horror-ish, you got black-eyed kids and baby teeth now. Yep. Uh, well, and, and pestilence, I would say. Yeah, and pestilence, and maybe even blood blister too. Yeah, blood blister too. Blood blister too. But th- th- that's just it. There's you know something for everybody. I think. Which I haven't been tracking this, by the way. It, Blood Blister's getting a new artist, correct? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I know I talked about it on another podcast a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. What was it? Oh, you know what? It was a Nerdy Legion. Um, it was on Nerdy Legion, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm not going to go into details here, but yep. if you want to hear the train wreck that is that podcast, uh, you can hear my <laughs> thoughts on that over there. Nobody uh, wants to hear that train wreck. I, I think it was episode 99. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'm going to tell you. It's not the most uh, the most downloaded podcast on the network, but, but it's it is the funnest. it is the well it's the funnest for me to record because we talk about whatever the hell we want. Um, right. But I also get the most comments from from that podcast, mm-hmm. um, probably because we talk about so much uh, BS that people feel the need to actually comment. Um, anyways, yeah, it, Check that it out does have the, the most shirts. It does have a lot of shirts <laughs> that are not real. That are not real. For the record. That should be real. That should be real. They might be soon. Um, yes, Baby Teeth was uh, really, really fun. I'll, uh, we're going to five out of five this and move yep. on to Pestilence. Pestilence number two came out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll recap this one. Go for it. Um how am I going to recap this one? I need to like uh, prepare for this podcast. No, never mind. I don't do that. You don't prepare. I don't prepare for anything. Um, Pestilence Nutshell Recap. The uh, Fiat Lux, our, our group of heroes, are traveling back home. To the Vatican. To the Vatican to get their new orders. Their, uh, their teammate that was bitten in the last issue uh, turns into a full-fledged zombie. They uh, kick his ass. They get to Rome, to the Vatican, and everybody's a zombie. And there's some kick-ass fighting. The end. (laughs) Well, kind of. Well, kind of. But, yeah. Because, well, it's crazy because this is the second issue, and two of, I would say, the main cast of this group is already gone. Yeah, dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, is it? it's the friar, right, that dies in this yeah. issue. Michael, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls into the river or le- yep. uh, sea. 
River? Yeah, it's got to be a river. Um, and, of course, it's full of zombies underwater. Yeah, so he gets they can't a, dock. Well, we assume he's killed. Right, yeah. I mean, he, he could escape somehow yeah. from that. Because yeah. um, zombies can't swim. I mean, pfft, come on. They can't swim, but, I mean, they're not going to die underwater. Well, I know. But, I mean, he can dive deeper than swim, is what I'm saying. So there's a possibility that he's still alive. You've obviously never seen Land of the Dead. Because there are some underwater zombies in there. Well, I understand that, yes, I've seen it. I'm just saying that he's going to purposely dive deeper than what those zombies can go. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. But see, in that movie, they just walk on the ground. Here, they're like floating up top. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. They're, they're dead bodies, so dead bodies sure, float. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know, Ronnie. <laughs> you lived in New York City? Come on. So? Anyway. What are you saying? <laughs> Cement shoes, buddy. Cement shoes. Uh, is that an Italian joke? Because uh, <laughs> that's kind of racist. Well... Isn't the mob from New York? Oh, my God. That's it. This podcast is over. <laughs> Making fun of my people. Uh, any, anyways. Anyways. So so they get to the Vatican. They, they fend off these millions of zombies, literally, mm-hmm. for, I mean, what? Like, dude, at least half the book. Like, yeah. That's one thing I dig about this. Like they're just killing zombies left and right. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really well done. Really well done. Um, if you're if you're a Walking Dead fan, listen, you need to quit reading that book and you need to read this book. Yeah. Okay, because this is fun and that's boring. That's just the way it goes. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> um, I mean seriously, I don't. I I quit reading Walking Dead, but I read it for a long time. But, I mean, it's just like the show. Like, nothing happens for a long time. And then, like, something happens for, like, five minutes. And then nothing happens for a really long time. And, and so far, with two issues of Pestilence, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. It's like, Cause action, 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 nothing. Action, action. Well, actually, you know what? There's been no nothing in here. <laughs> yeah, there's been no nothing. Yeah. You were saying. No, I was just saying... Because fighting the horde of zombies, mm-hmm. half water, half land, yep. is only like half of the book. Because then more craziness happens once they get inside. Yeah, so one, once they get inside the building, uh, they meet... By the way, I'm still convinced that this guy is a woman. But we'll, we'll see. The younger one? Yeah, the young one. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get inside, there's like... there's. I th- no, there's no zombies in there, right? There's just nobody in there. Yeah. When they go inside the Vatican. Yeah. Um, everybody's gone. Except one monk. Mm-hmm. Who's gone bananas. Yes. He's just talking gibberish about feces and Satan. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised he said feces because no infractieri and how many F- F-bombs are dropped in this book. I expected some S-bombs, but there weren't. Right. Satan and feces is the the, the cause of this plague. <laughs> um, but in his hand, he's holding a scroll with their next orders. And their next orders are to go to Avignon to rescue the Pope. 
So it's like a long treasure hunt. A very long treasure hunt. And I mean, I don't know like the exact distance, but from the Vatican to Avignon, I mean, it's got to be several hundred miles. Um, yeah. Or, uh, you know, like a thousand miles probably. Right. And they're traveling a horseback, so this is going to be a long trek. Long, so long then, trek. So then when they finally get there, sorry, but the Pope is in a different castle. That's possible. <laughs> that is very possible. Um, I don't know. Is, what's the plan for this book? Is this a, a mini or is it an ongoing or we'll see what happens? I think it's a... We'll, I don't know if it was actually announced or not. Okay. I mean, there's no way this book can be four issues. Right, yeah. Right. It might be something longer like uh, Super Zero. What was Super Zero? Right. Six or seven, maybe? Um, I could see that. But, I mean, the amount of traveling they need to do, there's no way they can wrap this up in two more issues. Right. Agreed. Which is good. You know what? Good for you, Aftershock. Because everybody wants to do these four-issue arcs, and that just gets boring. Yep. Just gets boring. Well, see, and, like, revert back to the normals. I'm not sure how long it is either, because I don't think they can wrap that up in four issues either. Well, I mean, it's hard to tell from just one issue, right? Well, I mean... Yeah, we need at least six or twelve on that. Because one sets the table, and the table's even barely set. And so then we'll have issue two and three where it hits the fan and then four would finalize everything hopefully i don't know i think this story is is there's too much to tell here for four issues yeah agreed i mean i I would want at least 12 issues of this to be honest with you yeah um and and the way the first two issues have been going i would just want this to continue forever (laughs) yeah right yeah like I want, this is I right want, in I, our alley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want Frank Thierry to turn to a zombie and live forever or gain immortality somehow and just write pestilence until the day I die. Yep. Until you turn into a zombie. Yep, yep. Because, I mean, I, when I read the first issue, I was super stoked. And I haven't thought about it much since the first issue came out. But now reading number two, I'm like, God damn it. Where have you been in my life? Yep. You know? Yep, agreed. And now I just want the next one. So, I mean, I'm not going to say it's my favorite right now, but it might be my favorite. <laughs> but only because there's no black eyed kids right now. That's right. You know? I mean, you know, you got to take a break every once in a while to oh, let, yeah. the other, let the other kids play in the yard. <laughs> uh, everybody should go pick that up. I'm telling you, black eyed kids is great. It is great. Yep, yep. Rodney makes an appearance, but not Jack and I, because we're not special enough. Yeah, well. Mm. Mm. I pitched. I told you. Spoilers. This pod- Listen, this podcast is my idea. God damn it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Uh, anything else you want to say about Pestilence? Uh, besides, it's awesome. No. I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do the unthinkable, Ronnie. I'm gonna give this second issue another five out of five. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Uh, yeah. I love the living bejesus out of this book. Yeah, it's pretty damn amazing. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's just total chaos everywhere. There's uh, 
even like the little su- subtly jokes is there because yep. like I mean come on it's hitting the fan and the monk guy's going crazy sure. how is that not funny yeah. right yeah and then yep. they just walk back out and kick ass again yep agreed yeah there's a lot as much action as there is there's a lot of humor um, yeah but there's also a lot of very serious things discussed um, yeah. And like in this issue, there was a lot of friction between the the different members of the team uh, because of the way that they're being led. Uh, some people want to do something else. You know, they don't right. want to they don't want to follow their uh, mission. Um, and, I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it was even like little small things that they were bickering about, like how they were going to dock and get to land. Right, right, right. Yep. So. Good stuff, man. Pestilence, pick that up. I've been freaking talking about this book everywhere. Yep. I just love it. It's so good. Uh, let's see here, Ronnie. Today, mm-hmm. what do we have today? We had World Reader number three. Yep. Animosity number eight. And wait, did that come out? No, no. It did not come out. It was pushed back. It's just Jimmy's Bastards Jimmy's number Bastards, one. Jimmy's Bastards, yep. Which sounds amazing in itself, right? It does. It does. I haven't read either one because uh, I do DCBS, and that takes a minute. Yeah. Shameful. I know. But anyways, I'll probably have read them by uh, next time we record, which won't be next month, Ronnie. It better nope. be next week, goddammit. Hey, I'm not the one that backs out usually on this one. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been busy, Ronnie. It's been busy. Uh, we Other might, podcasts, I might be guilty of that, but... We might need to uh, pre-record, because I'm not sure I'll be able to do anything next week. Um, but I'll let you know. Okay. Um, so that's, uh, that's this week. Next week is going to be uh, Jackpot, number six. Mm-hmm. Which I'm... Oh, my God, it's the last issue? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So uh, we'll see if my questions are answered, because that's mm-hmm. been my only issue with that book. Right. Um, the Normals number two is out next week as well, and I think that's it, because the week after is Rough Riders number four and Eleanor and the Egret number three. So good times. Yep. Maybe I'll uh, I'll see if Joe's got some copies at Heroes and I'll read them beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you can talk Donnie. Donnie's gonna be there oh that's right Donnie's gonna be there I'm gonna I'm gonna see about talking to Donnie uh, for the podcast however I will have my kids there so it might not work out well even if you don't do it on perp- on uh, in person you can set up a time oh sure 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 yeah yeah, yeah oh no I'll definitely do that yeah I'm just saying about live and direct. Yep. Live and in color. Live and in color. What else you got? Anything else? Or should we wrap up? Uh, that's about all that I can think of, buddy. Fantastic. You can reach us on the most important place on the planet, the Aftershock Comic Fans Group on Facebook.com. Um, of course, you can find us on Twitter. At Rumbar316, at Geekvine, at Jack Sutherland, at Aftershock Pond. Uh, there's email, but I don't check it. So, you know what? Who uses email, it, Ronnie? Uh, Let's be serious. I, I check the email. You check email? Yes. 
Okay. How do you think I set up the Aaron Glass one? Oh, that's right. That's right. But, but I'm Adam saying Glass, like I'm yeah. saying like though people don't email. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like for business, yes, but like no, other like Twitter's the best place, dude. Yep. The Twitter machine is the place to be. Throw those DMs in there. Bam, there you go. Uh I guess that's going to be it. We'll be back uh fingers crossed next week. <laughs> <laughs>